0: Hello everyone, welcome back with Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host, Joe Meyer. (laughs) Happy 4th of July everybody. 2020. We made it, well almost anyways. So hopefully everyone's doing okay out there. Staying home, being safe, drinking at home. You know, most people have to drink at home He's these days, a right? <laughs> so, so much has gone on in these last few days. And going on in our country, going on in the world. So let's talk about it. This particular song by Toby Keith, Made in America, I, I, I like this song. You know, it's, it's a good song. I have nothing against Toby Keith, you know. You
1: know, he's a
0: world-famous singer, real Americanized, right? So, and that's what this day is about, right? America, Independence Day, and that's what I hope to talk about today a little bit, and, and talk about other topics on my mind, and hopefully everyone, again you know soaking it all in so let's start let's start with the week and how this week was right so
1: so this week
0: i finished my last day at my previous company it was thursday afternoon and i must say it was you know it was okay you know no nothing out of the ordinary i Quite frankly, I don't even think they cared if I was leaving or not. Maybe they even were happy. I don't know, you know. So it, it bothers me a little bit at times to think about that, you know. But bigger and better things are coming. I'm hopeful. Um, this time I did leave on my own for another organization, which I'm going to be starting on Wednesday. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I can't wait to see what doors open for me here because there's a lot that I can learn here. And I don't think I'm going to get bored. I honestly think that's one of the problems with me is I tend to get bored sometimes. And I want to jump ship. And, you know, I need things to be exciting sometimes. I need things that, like I'm learning something. Um, I don't know. There, I need to feel like I'm growing. I need to feel like I have the motivation to get up in the morning and do a, a good job. And if I feel if I don't feel that, I feel I want to move on. You know, so I, I can't really keep doing that. Obviously, I'm getting older. You know, it's not really wise to do that. But I, I do want to keep growing. I do want to keep moving up um, in my professional career. I'm still young, so I still have a long way to go, you know. Um, so hopefully everyone's doing well. Like I said, Wednesday is when I start my new job. There's orientation on that day, starting with a few other people, my future coworkers. So I'm looking forward to starting with them as well. Um, and I will let you guys know how it all goes definitely so this is our weekly um, happy 4th of July episode I guess you could call it right Independence Day episode and um, just really getting into you know the importance of this day so America all right the main purpose of Independence Day for those who do not know is the signing of the Declaration of Independence, right? On technically July 2nd, 1776, but we say it's July 4th, all right? So, um, and I was going back in a little bit of the history about it, you know, as far as when the Declaration of Independence was signed. um, And not that I'm completely following Wikipedia, because, you know, it's the source, but it may not be completely accurate, but they say in Wikipedia that actually is most likely is when they signed the declaration was on um july 2nd instead of july 4th but you know what two days is not really going to make a whole lot of difference is it um signed in, uh, signed in pennsylvania philadelphia pennsylvania right and basically it was our declaration of independence from the from great britain and establishing the first 13 colonies right so as basic as it gets, right? Um, History in itself, you know, I really should brush up on more of my history because it's been a very long time since I've actually paid any real attention to, you know, what the Declaration of Independence is and what's in it. The pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness, right? So, I mean, that's part of it. But there's so much more in that document and behind it that I really would like to know and there's probably a lot of historians out there who know word for word, verbatim, what it means. And if you do, hey, more power to you. I think we should all know what, what those documents entail. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm positive at one point I probably learned many, 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 many years ago, <laughs> probably in a, a young lad and, um, and, in grade school. Um, But, you know, unfortunately, if you don't remember it, you you don't practice that knowledge, you don't regurgitate it from time to time, Um, you forget it. And it's there. I'm sure it's back there somewhere in my mind. Um, But it's always good for a refresher, you know, to really know the importance of that and to have an appreciation for the 4th of July, the Declaration of Independence, the birth of our country you know, the United States and really have an understanding of that. Some of you out there may be listening and say, hey, you know what, Joseph, that's pretty pathetic, man. You don't even know the, the the history of your own country. And, you know, hey, I agree. I agree. I should probably know that better, right? I should know, you know, how my country started. I should really know who were the people involved, right? And um, maybe that's going to be a project of myself is kind of get to know, You know, who those founders are, who are those people who helped found our country. You know, obviously we have a lot of people involved in the founding of the United States. We have presidents, we have senators, we have, you know, uh, Columbus, we have Native Americans, the indigenous people, you know, a, a wealth of people who made this country. And we should all know about them. We should. Um, It's important. It's important to understand that so we don't feel, so we don't become ignorant to to our past, right? And that's because what's happening today in many cases is that we are being told what our history is and we're not searching it out ourselves, right? So it's so easy for somebody to tell me that, you know, a president did this and I'll take their word for it because I trust their... Knowledge but it may not be accurate. They may be trying to tell me something That may not be accurate because they're trying to change history in a way to make people believe something than it is You know that that's really how you end up changing something of like a fact into Something a fiction is when others out there start repeating it over and over again And then people start believing it and then people consider it to be a fact when it in fact is not a fact It's, um, it's something that's a lie. It's something somebody for whatever purpose is making up, um, to fit their agenda, right? So we all have to do our own research as an instructor of somebody who works with students every day. I want to make sure that my students understand that what I'm telling them, yes, I'm basing it off fact, but they need to study it themselves. You know, they need to be able to study it themselves and, and figure out, you know, if, if I'm telling them the truth, then obviously I am, but, you know, I would never lie to them. But there are people out there who obviously will lie to you about things, right? Um, so it's important to go back to our history and find out, right? So one of the many things that, you know, and I still have to do more research about is the history of Columbus, right? Well, you know, obviously we we, we, the premise is Columbus discovered America, right? Um, but actually, you know, did he really discover America? Well, you know, the native Americans were here hundreds of years before Christopher Columbus, and that's a fact, right? Um, one of the facts that I see that many people tend to want to overlook is, you know, what did Christopher Columbus do when he came to America, right? Well, he brought the pilgrims, Right. Obviously, um, they also brought diseases, sicknesses from another country. Um, it is, I truly believe that they, you know, murdered and massacred the native Americans for their land, you know, but people will try to change history. People will probably try to say that, you know, Joseph, that, that didn't really happen, you know, Columbus did not come here and murder people. He did not come over here and kill the indigenous or Native Americans, you know, he did not do any of that, you know, he, yes, he settled, right, he colonialized, you know, here in the United States, you know, um, but yeah, see, and that's where I get lost, is that I really need to do a, my own history lesson, you know, (laughs) um, but, but not on this show, obviously, um, I, I need to do that on my own time, of course, so, you know really trying to get into that get into the spirit of you know fourth of july and many americans you know um overlook those facts of the the reason why we celebrate today right yeah most of us are are focused on barbecues drinking spending time with family and friends obviously many of us are not able to do that right now because of the pandemic but you know we are hopefully going to have a great party In 2021, right? So (laughs) that's what everyone's hoping for. But there are people out there right now, you know, doing fireworks, doing parties, doing drinking, doing barbecues. They're still doing it, right? So, you know, it's it's, in no way is that stopping them, right? Which, to be honest, it really should because we're in a pandemic right now. Um, I think it's important to realize that you know what that every year you know i think about july 4th and i don't think about it to be honest with you i don't think about the men and women who are out there fighting right now to for our freedom because freedom is not free there are men and women out there who are going to war for us and although we're not in any kind of war you know there's combat going on that's going to they're trying to defend our freedoms from bad actors out there like places like russia you know Syria, Iran, countries like that that hate us. They hate America, you know, and they want to destroy us. We are not friends to Russia, people. And I'm sorry I'm just not getting political, but we are not. doesn't matter how well you look at it. Russia has no interest in helping the United States. They just want to bring us to our knees. So does Iran. So does other countries that hate us. That's the fact. And we have men and women out there fighting for those freedoms right now you know people we don't even see you know we we as americans we're we're, we sleep comfortably in our beds while they're sleeping in cots somewhere you know and they're sleeping in um harsh conditions and um and yeah they signed up for it of course but you know what they deserve to be treated well they deserve to be respected and i respect those people you know i respect them because they took an oath to fight for this country. And it's something I I regret not doing, you know? Something I'm gonna always live with is I I say to myself, as a man, I wish maybe at least 22, I should have gone into the military. I should have wised up. I wish somebody would have told me, hey, Joseph, why don't you go serve your country? Go serve something higher than yourself and see what happens to yourself and see how you grow from that. And I probably would be a different person today, you know? I mean, who's to know what could happen? You know, to be honest with you, I, I I wasn't always the best best athletic, um, or best, uh, uh, um, athlete, but I would have tried. Um, but to be honest, you know, who would have know what happened? Maybe I would have got kicked out. <laughs> you know, who knows? Not for doing necessarily anything bad, but uh, maybe because of those reasons. Um, I think it's important to to realize that that we. Um, I think we should all go to the military, um, if physically able, and just serve for three years, like many countries make their, um, their citizens do, right? I think it's worth it, and it's, it's a valuable experience, even to go traveling, meet new people, um, learn new skills, learn what discipline truly is. You know, um, I, I remember my grandfather, Moses, you know, um, he was a World War II vet, right? He fought the good fight. He came home, took care of his family. He was a butcher, right? He was a Christian man, a God-loving man, and and one of the toughest men I ever knew. But deep down, he had a big heart for me and my sister. You know, he loved us, and he fought to the end. And um, what ultimately got him is old age, obviously. You know, he died at about 83, but Alzheimer's, you know? So... Something that um, I will always remember him for. My grandmother, on the other hand, was a loving person. Big heart. I believe she was one of those people that kept the the family grounded, you know? Um, But you know, my dad, on the other hand, he, also named Moses, joined the reserves, the army reserves, so he was in there. He learned, picked up some skills as well. Um, So I, you know, I had uncles in the military, the army, So I really felt when I think about it, think about my grandfather, my dad, my uncles, you know, I I really should have went myself, you know, and if I had gone, I probably would have ended up going during 9-11 during that period of time because that's when um, I was, you know, younger and that's when I was also in college and so a lot was going on at that time, but they probably, you know, who knows what where they would have sent me, right? Um, but again, I wasn't the most physical, you know. I, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, if I pushed myself hard enough, I probably would have been okay, you know. Um, it would have been hard, of course, like most, like boot camp and going through all those situations and and doing that. And um, But that's something I regret to this day. I really would have wished to have fought for my country, Um and provide for it and necessarily if i'm not going to be in combat but at least at least contribute to to being in the military and um probably would have been in the army which is where most of my family uh, were in um the only other interested one i would have been in is maybe navy possibly air force but i really don't know i didn't really have a lot of knowledge at that time and i still don't To the different, to how the military works, you know Um, But I salute those who fight for this country and who serve And um, who make it their mission, who want to do something for the country You know, there's nothing wrong with that, it's actually admirable But, you know, not everybody's going to do it, you know So we have to remember that 4th of July, we have to remember this one, especially because of the pandemic. You know, this one is going to be unforgettable. And the pandemic isn't even over yet, folks. It's really not. We still have a long way to go until next year, until we get a vaccine, until we get some, hopefully, some stability again. Um, Because once, once the vaccine comes, then we'll have a little bit more where people are covered and that if they do get it, they can get healed pretty quickly. Right now. We don't really have too much. Um, we do have one COVID-19 antiviral that's out right now. Um, but those are for extreme cases, but we really don't have a general population, I guess, vaccine to go around for everybody right now. And that's, that's, they're working on it. They're working on it. I believe multiple, Um, pharmaceutical companies are working on that right now both in the United States I believe also in the United Kingdom Oxford Um, so we're hopefully we'll get one soon I doubt we'll get one before the end of the year Um, so probably Christmas is not going to be all that great either you know the end of the year holidays and all that that's probably going to be really hard you know Um, it's just not going to be the same It's really not. And I'm trying to be optimistic. But people out there are making it a lot worse than it can be. They're not wearing masks. They're really not. Um, They make it a point of feeling like their liberties are taken away for wearing a mask. They are refusing to wear masks in private property where people, where companies say you need to wear a mask. You are required to wear a mask and people are just not doing it not following the rules like every like most are and so that's that's kind of where we're at right now folks is that wear the damn mask you know you know people want to make excuses that they just can't breathe you know they have problems you know people out there in the hospitals they wear masks every day they wear masks for hours at a time i'm sure it bothers them but you don't hear them complaining I'm taking their mask off because they feel their liberties are being taken away. No, we know it's all requirement right now. That's what we have to do to protect people. One of the biggest areas that I find quite insulting is those in the Christian community um, who go to churches and don't wear masks. Who feel that they do not have to be responsible for wearing masks in church. Okay. Um, I'm just bothered by that, you know, I'm bothered by that. Yes, we all have, um, those who follow Christ, those who follow Jesus, we all believe that God is our healer. He is our protector, but we also can't be stupid, right? We cannot go walking around, hopefully thinking that we're not going to get infected And we get infected, right? Because this is a serious situation which many Christians have, I feel, don't really feel it's very that serious at all. They think it's just a flu. And that's because of the administration in our government has really made it sound like it's not really that big a deal. It's unfortunate that even the people in our own government, many times, especially our president of the United States, does not acknowledge the 130,000 people who have died so far at recent events? No. They're they're like they're not they they like they don't even matter, you know? So wear your mask. We are gonna get through this. We are gonna do what we need to do to get through this and it's gonna be okay after that. And eventually it's just gonna be a memory. Like many people did in the nineteen eighteen Spanish flu. They went through the same situation. Okay? It may have been a different era. But they went to that same situation where they had a mirror mask too. I'm sure they didn't like it, but they did it anyways, right? So, you know, we have to do this. And I think it's important. It's not a political move. Wearing a mask is nothing political, it's health related. Okay? So when you decide that you don't want to wear a mask in public, and you could be asymptomatic, asymptomatic you know, you could be transferring the, the the virus to other people and you don't even know it, and they could go home and die. Yeah, but, oh, it's not your problem, right? It's my problem if I, get, if I get sick and die, right? It's my problem that I was standing in front of you at the supermarket and you decided that maybe you don't want to wear a mask and you coughed or you breathed on me and you gave me the virus and I went home in a few days, I died, and my whole family is stuck to survive because of some idiot who didn't want to wear a mask right that's real fair right that's real american you know that's what ticks me off sometimes right selfishness selfishness is what it's called you know you know and you just kind of get to see in america how selfish people are i like to believe that we love we're a very loving nation And to a certain degree, we are. We do um, like to help other people. We like to help other nations. We don't always help ourselves in the best way that we can, like the homeless or the veterans. we kind of forgotten about them, so to speak. And that's un-American, really. Um, And we've also forgotten about homeless veterans. Very un-American, right? Um, They should be taken care of. But no, you know what? They, they're not getting taken care of like they should be, you know, because, you know, deep down, those people, and I mean veterans, um, homeless veterans, homeless people, many times they're considered not very important because, you know, what are they going to bring to the table, right? What are they going to bring to the table? Many of them have been homeless for years. Many of them go through um, illnesses such as mental illness or alcoholism or drug abuse. So many times what people feel they're not that important is like, because like, well, if we, if we help them, what are they going to do for society? Right? Well, it's, it's called taking care of your own. That's, that's American. You know, um, it's also taking care of those who are less fortunate, taking care of those who need our help, taking care of people who come from other countries who are running from, Hardships that we can never imagine, such as gang violence, people being murdered in their own country on a regular basis. Yeah, that's real great. And I know we go through that here in America. I know we do. You know, I know it seems like Chicago's like the murder capital of the country right now, right? Because of how many murders take place on an average daily, weekly, monthly basis, right? But there are people in other countries looking for us for help, right? You know? And many people want to justify it by just, you know, putting those people down. Like they don't have an importance. They don't have a value. Their human life means nothing. And that's where we as America kind of lost our way. Because you know what? This is a big country. We don't have a billion people like China or over a billion people like India, you know, we're not jam packed, you know, but there's plenty of room here. There's plenty of space for people to survive and be okay. But we in this country feel like, hey, you know what, don't, don't come into my country and, you know, do a job around here just for you to survive. That's not my problem. But, you know, we as Americans expect to be helped when we're not going through, when we're going through our own hardships, right? And one day we're, we're just not going to get it. And I think to a certain degree, in our country, we are not getting all the help we could get right now. You know, people are going through um, job losses. They're going through possibly evictions, um, loss of income. The economy is tanking. Um, you know, who, who can we blame for that, right? We blame, you know, we blame ourselves. We blame the current administration and our government, the Trump administration, who is who has, in my opinion, has hurt our country in a major way that's going to take years to recover. It really is. and the 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 people who say, "We love you, the Christian people, which I am a Christian, who have turned their back on those who are needed, not who need things, you know who are in need the homeless you know i'm sure and i'm not saying every christian organization in the country doesn't help the homeless i'm sure they some do i'm sure some don't you know but i know there's a lot of wealth in the christian community there's a great there's probably millions billions floating around you know um out there right so don't tell me that they can't help you know but in America, right? We all are fighting to survive right now. We are all fighting to live a better life. We are all fighting to, to have prosperity. And it's a fight. It's a fight because let me tell you what it takes to be in a, to work to be okay in America, right? It Takes money. It takes education, it takes grit. It takes somebody willing to do things that nobody else is willing to do. It takes things uh, a person to push themselves to limits um, beyond what other people are willing to do. Almost sacrificial, in a way, of what you're willing to do, right? To reach the top. And some people, by God, they reach the top. Because they keep pushing and they don't give up. That's how many times sometimes we get those millionaires, billionaires... You know I'm not I'm not saying that they don't deserve their wealth. Frankly, we don't really need billionaires in this world. I mean, who uh, how much billions do we need? What's like Jeff Bezos have right now? He's the richest man in the world, right? I'm sure he loves that title, right? Being considered the richest man in the world, right? Right? So what? Was he over um 1 130 billion dollars? Yeah. What can't you know, can't he live off one billion? Yeah, he probably could, right? And he would still be okay. Right? But people want more. And you know, part of the problem is in the United States is that I'm not against capitalism. I believe in capitalism. But I, I believe this phrase that um I believe his name's Robert Reich. He's an economist, he's also an author. Um, he's on Twitter a lot. He was the Labor Secretary I forgot, during George W. Bush or Obama. I think it was Obama years. Um, and it's capitalism for the rich, socialism for the poor, right? Um, or I'm sorry. Yeah, wrong way. Socialism for the rich, capitalism for the poor, right? And what does that mean? It means that Corporate America gets handouts, right? Corporate America gets billions of dollars to help them along. While the people at the bottom, like the citizens of this country, get left with the scraps, get left with nothing, all right? I think during this pandemic, billionaires have quadrupled or tripled their um, their wealth during this time, especially Jeff Bezos of Amazon, right? You know, so they found a way. They found a way to... Sucker the system, right? They found a a way to take advantage, right? And, you know, don't get me wrong. They're intelligent people. But they also have help. And I think part of it is racial. You know, many of these people who create these incredibly wealthy companies are white, you know. Um, I don't really hear too much about African Americans, black um, I don't hear too much about Latinos or Hispanics, you know, having that amount of wealth, right? Um, you look at our Congress today, it's 90, probably 98% white, you know? Very small percentage of, of people of color, which includes African Americans, Asian Americans, or, um, you know? It's a very small percentage, right? And, and so that alone in America is a disservice, right? Because we are a diverse nation. We should have diversity in our cabinets, diversity in our government, right? But that doesn't seem to be the case. Diversity of those who are, you know, being successful in this world, right? So, like they say, there's no free lunch, right? So there are certain factors in America to make it that you generally have to have. Right. To be successful. And I'm not saying all the cases, but hard work is one of them. Don't get me wrong. But there are a lot of hardworking people in America today that don't make any money, that don't get anywhere and that fight and fight and fight to try to make it. And there's always a person there standing in their way trying to keep them down. Right. Because there's people out there who don't want you to be successful. There's people out there who don't want you to succeed in life and they will do everything in their power to keep you down, unfortunately, right? And that's a problem because we all deserve to have some success. We all deserve to have prosperity. We all deserve to be able to take care of our families and not feel like where the next meal is going to come from or how are we going to pay the rent or how am I going to pay for that next car that I need to drive to work every day? You know, those are things that people need, right? But the super rich and the rich, they don't have to worry about that. And and many people will justify for them saying, hey, you know what? They worked for their living. They worked hard. They invested their money. Yeah, you know why? Because they had money to invest. Many people don't have money to invest. And it's not so much of an easy, simple answer to say, well, that's their problem, right? No, it's society's problem too because we should be helping people Prosper and be better Because overall other people prosper We as a country will prosper Right I'm just not about the money You know there's other forms of prosperity Out there in this world There's financial of course There's family There's social prosperity You know there's different forms of prosperity Out there we need them all You know it would be great to have them all right To have a peaceful nation in this country But we are all in this country together. We are in this together today. And we are divided. People are divided right now. You know, it's it seems like in our country, you know, things were okay for a certain period of time. Then they got a little bad. They're getting worse now. You know, as a believer, you know, I do believe in the end times. I do believe in Prophecy that we are gonna, there's gonna be a time when one day this all just ends, you know. And as a Christian, we are to believe that Jesus is gonna come back and and take us up to heaven, you know. And I believe that. I do. But we are gonna go through hardships, we are gonna go through hard times. And the reason we go through hard times is because we as people are flawed and we are selfish and we are greedy. And we, we are sinful. We want to do bad things in the sight of God, right? And I'm not saying I'm perfect and I'm a saint. I'm not. I flaw, I'm flawed. I'm sinful like any other man and woman out there, you know. But I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. And I will continue that relationship until the last day I die, right? Because deep down I know where I want to go. And it's heaven, right? I know others out there in our country don't believe in God. They don't want to believe in God, you know, and that's their right. As a Christian, it's our job to to introduce them to who God is. And God is a loving God. Many people forget that. And many people don't want to believe that because they feel like, well, if God's a loving God, why is there murder in the world? Why is there homelessness why is there people starving in the world why is why is there so much wrong in the world well it's because we live in a world run by men okay and we have free will so that means god gave us free will we're not robots that every day we get up we can do what we like so to speak we can go out and do good things we can all be good citizens if we wanted to we can all go Um go murder people if we wanted to we go blow things up if we wanted to but you know what That's not being that's not good Obviously, we all have a choice. That's what i'm really trying to say And we have a choice to do good things We have a choice to spend time with our family every night We have a choice to you know sit on the tube all day and watch tv and forget about our families You know we have a choice to go study um and do things and better ourselves. We have a choice, right? And I think in our culture, we have a lot of people that just make excuses. Well, I'm tired. I don't want to do things. I I have other important things to worry about. You know, I don't have time for that. You know, we're people love to make excuses and then people are forced to make hard choices later on because they didn't make the choices early enough. And that's me at times because I Personally, wish I had made better choices early in my life, you know? I wish I would have. If if I could go back to the age of, you know, at least 19 years old, 19, I probably would have wised up. I probably would have been at a different point in my life right now. Probably would have been better at a point in my life. You know, maybe more successful, maybe more money, maybe a better job. Uh, Maybe of a different career that I loved. Uh, Maybe, you know, there's a lot of maybes in there, right? Um, We do all all the best we can in life. We all deal with the cards we're dealt with, so to speak, right? But many of us don't take a step back at certain points of our life and see what we want to do. It's just rush, rush, rush. Like, I got to get a job. I got to make money. Okay. All right. Yeah, we all have to do that. But we have to be systematic about what we want to do in our life to avoid problems down the line, right? Some people, yeah, they know what they want to be in life. I didn't know what I wanted to be early in life. I really didn't have a lot of guidance. I probably wish I would have chosen better back then. I really would have. Um, would have been a better, maybe I would have been okay, a lot better financially set now, But, um, but yeah. We all have to make those choices. Um, In America, we can all remake ourselves. There are people out there as we speak who are remaking themselves every single day. There are people out there who are going to make a choice and say, you know what? I want to be successful in my career, so I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go to school at nights. I'm going to study all the time. I'm going to get that degree, that certificate, or wherever it's going to be, and I'm going to go make it. You know, and people do it. You know, there's those out there who may not have a lot of education, but they, just, they still go out there and be successful. You know, I think of a lot of these um, tech people, you know, people who create these incredible websites, you know, like things like Twitter and social media, and that's just some of them, but who, who have a lot of ingenuity behind them um, that are, you know, I'm not going to fault them. They're smart people. But we all have an ability to do good things. We all have an ability to refocus our minds, but we choose not to sometimes because of laziness, right? Um, When you stop being lazy and focus on the future and focus on what you want to do, then things start changing for you. You know, when you give yourself direction, right? Like, for instance, Elon Musk. The guy's, you know, the guy's an incredibly intelligent guy. He's a billionaire. He's the creator of um, PayPal. You know, he created um, Tesla. You know, he created SpaceX. Another slew of other little companies too. You know, he went to, I believe at one point he was going to go to Stanford. And he was going to get a, he was going to a, uh, study um, physics. So he's an intelligent guy. He dropped out and he went his own way. You know, and look where he is now, right? Now I'm not, I'm no Elon Musk. I don't have his mind. I don't have his intellect, you know. Um, But you kind of see where people can go if they just apply themselves, right? In America, that's what it is about, right? You know, we are a Christian nation, but we are also in a, a country made by immigrants, right? People who came into this country, Right? People from around the world, from Ireland, Europe, Spain, you know, Central America, South America, China, India, you know, you name it. They came here and they did great things and they're doing great things. Um, But our makeup of our country as we speak now is changing. We've become less immigrant friendly, you know because we think that they're stealing our jobs. And yeah, I don't believe that one bit. And people shouldn't believe that, you know? Nobody is intentionally coming here to steal people's jobs. If people are coming from other countries and they're able to do the jobs and companies are hiring them to do the jobs because they cannot find them here, then that's our problem, okay? We, are, we have some of the best institutions in the world today. But we also lack area. We have areas that we lack in STEM to be to start with. Okay, you know, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. Right. So those fields are heavily dominated from other countries, like for instance, like China. Right. They send a lot of people STEM careers over here. Right. Because although we have in in Intel, um, excuse me intelligent Americans who are studying those fields, we don't have enough. We don't have enough people studying those fields, right? We don't have enough people wanting to study math. We don't have enough people wanting to study science, engineering, you know, technology, right? We need that. Something I'm going to partake in part on my daughter when she's older. Right now she's only seven. But something I want to talk to her about one day to really think about that what what direction she wants to take her life in you know would i be proud if she went in the military i absolutely if she if that felt if she feels that was a option for her it is but i don't know women in the military i believe that they they serve honorably but there's just so many cases out there abuse that you hear about today you know and a lot of it goes uncovered because the military, in my opinion, probably covers it up. There was one recently, Vanessa something, Gillian, Gillian, something that was murdered in an armory, you know, in the military. She was only 20 years old. Whoever The guy who did it bashed her head in with a hammer, right? Um, at Fort Hood, I think. I forget what fort it was. I think it was Fort Hood. I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, and then I believe he got his girlfriend involved. And then they went and chopped up the body, and I think they burned it, and they buried it somewhere in the in the forest, somewhere in the mountains, or by a stream, or somewhere. Uh, unfortunate. Who 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 feels at that age they're gonna go through that, you know? And it all had to do with like harassment, sexual harassment, you know. So that that's what I fear about for my daughter if she ever decides to go in the military, you know. Because it seems like the military turns a blind eye for, for women in the military at times, you know. I'm not saying, you know, the military has to turn a blind eye. They don't. They should be focusing on it. There needs to be change in the military to help those in the military. There's many going through things like Pcs PTSD. There's many kinds of suicides taking place because of those in the military who come out and they come up jacked up because of what happens in the military, right? So a lot a lot goes on. A lot that I don't know about. I'm just speculating because of things I hear or observe or read about. So I'm sure there's a lot more out there. But, that you know, our, our country, although it's a great country, it's severely flawed. We have... You know, for instance, we have a two-system government: Republicans, Democrats, right? You know, there obviously there's independents, there's, you know, but really it's just a two-party system, right? We have them infighting at all times. How will they get things done? They don't, because they basically hate each other. They've taken their oath of helping people in the United States and made it personal. Instead of working together like we all should be doing, they have their own agendas. Yes, should they be helping their own constituents to a certain degree? Absolutely. That's what they were put into office for. But also they have a role on a national level to help everybody in the United States, not just their own constituents. right? And that's where we fail. That's where we fail. So you see people in government, you see people in Congress who are in there for Term after term after term, and they get reelected, and they don't do anything. They're just eating, sucking up the costs of, of of us paying their salaries. You know, they make more than us, obviously. I think they make 174 thousand a year, which is way more than most people make, right? Which should really be upsetting us. It Really should make us angry when we see well, what are they doing for us. All I see is they're just fighting. All I see is that they're just bickering about things. They're all just getting rich off their own agendas, right? So, yeah. So we're severely flawed. Not only do we have a flawed president, a man I consider to be a racist, a man who I believe just wants to manipulate his base, which is the evangelicals, white evangelicals, and try to manipulate those who want to follow him to vote for him to elect him in the next presidency, which is still a possibility. I'm not going to shoot that down, but yeah, we are severely flawed. We have major issues that other countries just laugh at us. They, ha <laughs> you know, we're the, we are the laughing stock. Now, to be honest with you, we are countries laugh at us. and And many people say, well, why should I care what Germany thinks? Why should I care what France thinks or China thinks of us? We should care because you know what? We are a global global nation. We are a country that relies on working together with the world leaders as one of having global prosperity. But some people don't want that, you know? Some people do not want that, you know? So, you know, we're gonna pay for it, we are. We're all gonna pay because our allies are leaving us. Our allies are not gonna trust us. Hopefully we can rebuild that trust one day and make America great again. You know, I'm not saying we're not great, but we've lost our luster. We've lost our ability to, to be trusted, you know, because we've left our allies behind, right? So, you know, in the over 200 years history that we became a nation, we've had countless wars, we have riots, protests, which are not a bad thing necessarily. We've had assassinations, we've had a lot that has happened in our country over the years. And we are we are supposed to be going towards prosperity. We are supposed to be working towards greatness as being a leader in the world. And the the scary thing is that you know you kind of look at prophecy and the United States. And the United States is not listed in the Bible. Okay? It's not. Russia is. I th- believe, you know, Jerusalem, obviously. I think China's even in there. Um, Syria. You know? So they'll just name a few countries that are in the Bible till the end times. The United States is nowhere to be found. So it's often said that two reasons why we may not be in the Bible. One is because for whatever reason, God just felt like, hey, we're not, we're not that vital to the prophecy of the end times. One could be we're just completely wiped out and we're destroyed and we don't exist anymore. Like Rome, you know, Rome just kind of imploded and they don't exist, you know? And so there, I, who knows what's going to happen? Only God knows what's going to happen to America, Right. We do know that we, I obviously believe that we were built on Judeo-Christian values. I believe that full, wholeheartedly, right? But where we lost our way in America is, in my opinion, we, we stopped loving. We stopped caring. You know, we are no longer a loving nation who tries to take care of people. You know, we have resources to do that. We have money, we have wealth, yet we can't take care of our own people, which is pretty, pretty sad, you know? You know, it's pretty unfortunate that we have to go do that, go through that, you know? So, you know, where do we go from here? Yeah. Each day is a fight. Each day we have to wake up each day. It's pretty scary to know that, you know, our lives could change pretty drastically. You know, people's lives are changing drastically every day. Some people wake up and they're not going to have a job tomorrow. Some people are waking up and they may not live tomorrow because of COVID-19. Some people may get sick and not have insurance. You know, some people, you know, may be homeless tomorrow. You know, think about that. Think about those things that are happening in America today. and, and, And see how you can how you would be able to to deal with that. You know, think about that. How would you feel if you were homeless tomorrow? How would you feel if you lost your job? You know, nobody wants to lose their job, right? Obviously jobs after this last November, when I lost my job, it was pretty scary and I hadn't been out of work for a while. You know, I have always usually had a job, but that was, that hurt. So that was pretty scary to know. Like, when's how's my family going to get health insurance if they get sick? What's going to happen? You know, um, where's my next paycheck going to come from? There's many people out there who are sleeping in homeless camps, who sleep in their cars every night, who are working but they sleep in their cars every night. How would you like to live like that? That that's the state of America, people. You know, and the the thing is, if you break it down, it's probably happening to a larger majority of minorities, blacks, you know, um, people of certain um, races and cultures that, you know, aren't able to make it. And some of it's faults of their own. Some of it's not, you know, you know, we like I said, we still have racism in this country and it's rampant. It's increasing. We still have hate in this country. It's it's increasing as well. You know, we have people within our own government saying, you know what, hey, go out there and be racist if you want to be. That's your God-given right to be a racist. You know, there's people out there doing those things, saying those things. You know, and there's people going out there and saying, hey, you know what, go out and hate. You know what, you have a right to hate. If you want to hate your fellow American, go hate your fellow American. You know, there's people out there who are, Telling people to do that, and many times it's in our own government, because they have racist tendencies too. They hate, and that's where we have a problem: hate, right? Hate in American racism, which I believe we talked about that last week or a week ago. So, but in this in this episode, it's about America: how to make America great again. Everybody has different philosophies. Everybody has different ideologies of making America great again. You know, how, are, how would you make America great? What, what would you do to make things better? You know, some of us have the same ideals in what we look to hope to have in greatness in America. You know, like health care for one, better health care. Yeah, how about some low-cost pharmacies, pharmaceuticals, where you don't have to give half your paycheck to go buy your medicine? There's people out there that doing that today, Right hell it's easier to die you know i i don't think i can deal with that you know what if what if like i was severely sick and i and you go to the pharmacy and they're like oh, okay sir well your farm your medicine is going to be every month it's going to be you know between 300 and 500 dollars a month who who how many people have that you know not many you know it, it's probably easier to go die somewhere you know have a cheap funeral than put your family through losing that and and yes it's it's kind of hard to say that because many would say well my life has value i want to live in this life yeah but who who wants to live like that you know who wants to live you know having to go through that every single month having to struggle because you can't afford medicine when we should not having having have to do that where other countries around the world are not making their citizens go through that and the big problem is, yeah, pharmaceutical companies, greed, you know. Um, one of the more recent um, pieces I heard about is the antiviral that's coming out, which is just for severe cases. It's not the vaccine that if you get that, um, it's going to be about $2,300. 2300 because there's about six shots you have to take. So... We funded that research in the United States. I believe we funded it for $70 million. Yet we are being charged $2,300 by pharmaceuticals if we get COVID-19. And so that's just the antiviral. What about the doctors? What about hospital stay? What about all that? Yeah, that's going to jack up the price, right? So you, you could end up owing... You know, coming out of a hospital visit for two weeks, you you could be owing maybe, uh, you know, $50,000 for all you know. You know, just for a two-week visit to, to get better, right? Who, who wants to go through that? You know, insurance companies, hell, hopefully they cover it, but you know, many will not maybe. That's the state of our world that we are in today, you know? when you think back and you're like well maybe it's cheaper to be dead sometimes you know and some people have that that train of mind that mind that you know what i'd rather die than make my family go through paying all this money you know so you know um so we have to think about that you know so So, you know, we have to make sure as Americans that we continue to, to love. We continue to appreciate our country. We appreciate our, be grateful to what we have in this country. It's important that we do that. It's important that we continuously remember that as Americans, we have a responsibility. You know, unfortunately, we have people in our government who feels that it's not important to love people. It's not important to be respectful, not important to care for one another in society. It's not important to care for other people in the world. We have a responsibility as Americans because you know what? That is who we are in the beginning. And that is who we should continue to be in America is fighting for those who don't have a voice, you know. And yeah, we we're kind of like Big Brother in a way to the world, where we at least we used to be. Now we're kind of just being laughed at, and many of the, the people out there out there may disagree with that, saying, "Oh, we're not being laughed at. We're we're showing as we're strong. You know, we're stronger now. We're not." taking any crap from other countries because they used to push us around and and now we're not going to let that happen. No. You know, you could believe what you want. My belief is that, yeah, maybe to a certain degree, maybe we were getting pushed around. But with everything there is when it comes to working with other countries, working with people, there are good ways to go about things and there's bad ways. We currently now decided to do things the bad way. You know, we, we decided to be the bully. You know? So we shouldn't be, because we have a lot of people in this country, a lot of people from different ancestries who came, became immigrants, who had nothing, who gotten the chance to be better people, who didn't speak English, who didn't have skill sets, all the types of people that we are trying to essentially say, we don't want them anymore. They just, they don't they 're not important, let their own countries deal with them, you know, which is not America in my eyes. you know so everyone let 's see what what do we want to end today 's song in today so let 's see here, how about this one? This is one of my favorites from Rocky movie, all right. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining me on Just Talk with Joe Meyer on this patriotic 4th of July of 2020. Looking forward to everyone having a great safe 4th today. And I know most of you, your day is already gone, but hopefully you had a great 4th of July and remembering America, remembering who we are, what we stand for as Americans. And if you're not an American, but you love America, well, you're just as American and welcome to our country. And we're glad to have you and never forget that, that you are important here. You are not worthless. You are, you, you are important to who we are as our nation, of goodness, of caring for others and keep it up because living in a nation of love, peace, and prosperity is what we need right now, not hate and racism. Thank you for joining Just Talk with Joe Meyer. Looking forward to everyone joining me next week for our all-new episode. Maybe even two episodes. You never know. I'm going to see what I can do, right? So uh, thank you for everyone for joining and uh, talk to you real soon.